<laughs> Need a new gay found family podcast? We're queer led actual D&D play. Nope. <laughs> We're a queer led actual play D&D podcast of four best friends who are currently playing. Hold on. We're a bunch of queers playing D&D for a podcast. We're lifelong friends. We have space travel, magic technology, heist horses, and a really gooey goblin. I'm stealing all of your stuff. I'm just going to say this entire ad. <laughs> We have great bonus content with the first episode of each arc available for free. <laughs> In the entirety of the first arc, the Bone Rattlers. Uh, yeah, each arc <laughs> is set in a. Excuse me. Each art is set in an in-universe history podcast about each planet in the planetary system. There's more than one. We have a bunch of episodes available for binging and wonderful characters to fall in love with and hate, including some jank horses. <laughs> we have multiple arcs out that follow the story of Val, a trite... <laughs> Ten... Val the Triton, an interplanetary <laughs> criminal and MLG gamer. Uh, horse rider extraordinaire. Xerxes, a murderous demon that likes to wear dad hats. And sometimes uh, rides God. a night horse. horse. Patches, a part-time old lady, full-time ooey-gooey cyborg goblin, and her trusty rusty steed, Horus. And Adam, the small boy technomancer, and their journey as they grow and discover uh, the truth to their pasts. I was going to be mad because I didn't do a character voice, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I did. Magic, Magic Dagger, if, if the, the true treasure, treasure isn't friendship, friendship I'm, I'm going to be mad. mad. I'm going to be mad. If treasure true, friendship bad? <laughs> hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads, and let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review if you're on spotify give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate anyway if you have the spoons to do this go ahead we really appreciate the support we want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast enjoy the episode earth 1730 it is a land that is much like our own but oh so different Instead of continental drifts separating Pangaea, the supercontinent, 
and a meteor taking out the dinosaurs. On this version of Earth, both events happened because of one another. A meteorite with magical properties struck the Earth, wiping out the dominant dinosaurs and rearranging the way we saw the world. Instead of slowly drifting outward, 70% of the known world instead formed a concentric circle of life around the All-Sea. The other 30%, the New World, as it's known, is separated by what is called the Great Divide, a large swath of impossible ocean. The grand civilizations of Earth over time became empires, and you know how empires go. If they can't conquer their neighbors, they start looking for what is new. They turn their eyes away from the All-Sea and towards the New World. A prophecy foretold of a princess that would be born with the ability to help cross the Great Divide. This limited this person to be born of only three monarchies that remained. Eucadia, France, and Espana. These three countries went to war with each other, employing the only ladies that could effortlessly traverse the All-Sea. Pirates. of the All-Sea. I don't hate it as an idea, but I think currently we need to just make a decision of whether we're going towards Morlin or Eucadia. Okay, well, Eucadia has a full armada, correct? Morris and two ships, and Morland mm. has two, and we are slightly ahead of them, so maybe we could curve around... Because they, if we cart, if they're going and we're here, this is not going to make sense to any listeners. If we take a Yui, they will not have the amount of time to meet us at the Yui, uh, because of how turning radiuses work, uh, that we would be able to outrun them faster than the Eucadian army. Since you didn't want me to roll. <laughs> Can I roll again? <laughs> no. You have to stick with it now. Okay, I got a three. I got a four. <laughs> I got a one. I got a thirteen. Oof. What? What is it? What is it that I'm doing wrong? Whoa! Wait! Sean, you do feel better because you feel like you have finally gotten out your side of the story. Cameron doesn't feel like you've listened entirely to hers, as she just softly says, instead of running away from every problem, maybe try fighting for a solution. As she signs it off by tightening and untying a rope very solidly, doing your job for you. It's very, very attractive. And then... Very attractive. And then, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> forearms glistening in the rain as they do this, as they, as they pull a, a knot very tight. I didn't, I didn't know I was into bondage until just now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love most? It is, it is Jessica. It has always been, well, it hasn't always been Jessica. It's actually always been Athena. So much so that she chased after you all that time searching for you, eventually suffering the same fate as you. And in all the water of the All-Sea, she spent searching for you. 
How can I get you to take my hand? You, if you answer her question back to you in a way that makes her feel better. I did something bad now that I'm realizing it. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't know it was you. And you take a survey of the land as you look away from her and over the bow itself. You see that you have successfully flipped the bitch. And this plan would have come perfectly to fruition, thanks to Cecily, had Moreland not been warned of this endeavor. So the question is, how would you feel if I inadvertently betrayed you? (laughs) You hear the hard clacking of Moreland's heels as she walks over the boarding plank to the Harris Vindication first, and you, you see her all in her glory and her green mullet, very tight leather bodice. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. sorry. 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 Mommy, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so me just sitting in silence picturing this. <laughs> no? We took... A job. Hmm, and you didn't think to vet them before going on this mission? You didn't think before you acted, Marland? Oh, what a surprise. I would have never guessed that you wouldn't think before you acted. I am sorry. I promised myself I would be nice on this trip. I'm <laughs> talking, and I see my emotions have gotten out of hand. You watch as Morland gets dangerously close to you. Cecily. She bends down a little, and you can feel the very small tension, because she is almost lip to lip with you, as you feel her, because she's so close, reach within her bodice and pull out a blunderbuss. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. God damn it. (laughs) As... (laughs) <laughs> the the chess set from the very first episode is still set up in Sal's quarters as, like, Morlin comes up and moves upon two spaces forward. Then, let us begin. Oh, you hear a lot of stories about the sailors and their sport About how every sailor has a girl in every port But if you add it two and two, you figure out right quick it's just because the girls all have a lad on every ship. And it's twiddly idee twiddly idee It's oftentimes a man will leave you broken with dismay. And it's twiddly idee twiddly idee There's other things to twiddle when the men have sailed away. Yar variables here, there be podcasts. Welcome to our playtest of Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh and Evil Hat Productions. I am your narrator for Pirates of the Aussie, Dennis Foray. And with me, I've got some pirates and they're lesbians. Hey, I'm Marcus and I play Jessica the Beast. I'm Kay Cloud, and I play Freya Kierkegaard. I'm V, and I play Cecily the Cold Drake. And I'm Kate, and I play Sean of House Lumley. You all stare out the door of Sal's captain's quarters as it is whipping wildly 
through these gale force winds that are being brought about by the storm. You watch as an intermingling of both skeleton crews for both of these Hera's vessels are working their way, battening down the hatches, getting everything they need in place for winds a lot of these sailors have never seen before. You all dread every time the door's hinges inch closer and closer to the door slamming shut. Because, Sean, you would know this very well, being the boatswain. You're up on your pirate's code. <laughs> Tell me what you know about pirate's code. Uh, Especially about this parlay. Well, what I know about pirate's code is that if you have a parlay, while the parlay's happening, it's between all the generals and the captains, um, no one can leave the room until the issue is solved. And if the issue can't be solved, then only one group can leave. Exactly. As you're all essentially awaiting to see if anyone will join last minute, the door whips close a little bit and breaches back open. And then we see a youngish girl standing there. Kind of a palette swap of Jessica herself walks in as we see Artemis. And she kind of strolls in gleefully uh, with a little skip in her step and then plants herself right next to Moreland. Is there anyone else you need in this room before we begin things? And just to remind all of you in here, it is just Sal and player characters currently for your, your vessel. So no Eve. No Cameron as of yet. <laughs> Sean slash Dennis. <laughs> for th- would we know the rules of parlay? Are we allowed to bring people into the parlay? Can call them in later. Okay. Or we could there have them ways. stay out because if this goes bad, everyone's going to die. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, more- it's like, I would like to have Car- Cameron there, but I also don't want to put Eve in danger. Like, yeah. It seems like the trade off. I don't want to let Morlin know we have Eve yet. All right, then. Sounds Not yet. I know we have the princess that opens up the gate, though. And that's well, no, they know we have Valencia. <laughs> yep, they know we have two princesses. One of them. And they only know me. we have one. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I said that. And, and, and the princess we of have the, sea. the princess of the sea, obviously. Exactly. You're right. You're right. And me. <laughs> you're right, Jessica. We're like oddly, like huddling in the corner, whispering. Jessica, okay, Princess of the Sea, <laughs> checking off everyone's titles, going over the rules of parlay. John's writing everyone's titles down. Just <laughs> leaving everyone else. So is Becky with a good hair. Uh, she has also has a tome that almost doubles yours in size, Sean, and a quill that's much larger. I, we're like standing next to each other, and Sean just keeps yep. throwing just like dirty glances over at Becky with the good hair. And you keep on you keep on getting looks at like her ledger. Penmanship's on fucking fleet. Fuck it. it is. Shit, man. <laughs> Becky! You don't know what a printer is, but you could say it was printer perfect. Oh my goodness. Respect. Respect. <laughs> good hair and good hair. She, inve- she, she is currently inventing sans serif as we speak. <laughs> Becky <laughs> with the good <laughs> hair <laughs> creates... <laughs> Saint Seraph, She's yeah. too talented. We need to take her out. We're having like an American psycho moment with her. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's look at the lettering on this. Her quill is so full, <laughs> she must have just filled it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get ink blotches anywhere. 
amazing. <laughs> she doesn't have any ink smudges on her hands. How does, How does she, she do that? Do th- How does she, she do it? My hands are scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's rethinking yeah. how good she is at taking notes. She's like, I'm just a sham. <laughs> I do want all the variables to know that there were like 20 minutes where I was pushed into a different channel on this Discord <laughs> so they can discuss strategically intensely for this meeting. And it has been bits and the door hasn't even closed yet. I just want you all to know that. It was just going over options, and we're going to talk about it right now. And you know what? Bits are part of our strategy. You don't know whether that's a true statement or not, Dennis. We did have a lot of sidebars. As the wind takes hold and the door to Sal's quarters slams close, Moreland walks up to the pristine glass and golden chessboard that is upon uh, Sal's desk, which sits in the middle of her quarters, and she moves a pawn forward. Uh, She then walks around the table. Sal's quarters are quite large as far as Captain's quarters go. It is a place she spends a lot of time, so when she had Maria and Will Maria build these ships... It's a big, expansive area, you know? She's had to house a thruple for most of the time. Uh, So she walks quite a few steps to an ottoman, a large ottoman that sits before Sal's bed. And she sits upon it, crosses her legs. She catches eyes with Cecily. And then she gently and slowly pats the rest of the ottoman next to her, like beckoning you to come sit next to her. Can I try to figure them out? Yeah, of course. Roll plus wit, I believe it is. Jesus. Um. (laughs) Horrible, horrible. (laughs) So I got a five um, to try and figure them out. So do I learn anything at all? Because that's a failure. It's a failure. Go ahead and uh, take a condition as well. (laughs) A condition? I'm going to (laughs) go. Oh, no. (laughs) What do you got on there? I don't have any conditions because I cleared them all right before getting shot. Um, okay. <laughs> now I'm debating whether if I want to do insecure or angry. Mm, I'm gonna do... I mean, you were fucking angry last episode. I was. So. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll do angry. <laughs> I'll still hold a little bit of okay. that in <laughs> uh, Despite all that, you can't figure them out, but you know it's a tense situation. Yeah, I'll be. I'll play nice for now. <laughs> As you head over, you sit on the ottoman next to Moreland. She continues speaking to all of you, but as she's speaking, you can see she's, like, pulling out a couple of things out of her, like, expansive belt. Um, It seems to be, like, little bits of fabric. She's got, like, a needle and thread on her. So as she continues speaking to the rest of you, she, like, puts a very familiar hand up to your collarbone. Cecily and begins moving your little white dress away uh, so she can do triage on your wound. Great. <laughs> At least someone's giving me medical care. <laughs> I thought I was just exactly. going <laughs> Pirate's code dictates I should be the one taking care of this. This was my fault for shooting you, Cecily. Hmm. Feeling guilty now, are we? She like... <laughs> 
I should stop antagonizing her. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say the the lead bullet's still inside of you. Uh, so she takes the moment to like dig it out a little more harshly than she could of the dagger. Incredible. You could say that, yes. As she turns back to the rest of you. As I see this, this is very open and shut. Pirate code dictates that another pirate may not steal one who is imprisoned within their brig. You stole our prisoner, we would just like them back. I don't think that's the actual issue at hand, though. And maybe we should speak more freely about what was behind us. I look at Sal and, like, nod and was like, So currently we have the Eukadian Armada behind us. And we need to figure out how to either outrun them or fight them. And then we can deal with our prisoner after. I have absolutely no fear of the Eukadian Armada. I have two of the strongest vessels on all of the Alsea under my employ. Two against twenty? That's a... Sounds like great odds to me. <laughs> I get another, like, push of the dagger. <laughs> yeah, you get another... <laughs> It's more her stabbing you now than, like, retrieving the bullet out of you. I think, personally, I would rather live to see another day and fight it out between pirates than die mercilessly at the hands of the Eukadians. I agree, but we've started this parlay. You know the only way it works out. I'm sure we can reach a conclusion. Um, And I gesture to Sean. (laughs) Like, okay, generals, (laughs) generals, <laughs> I'm not helping the situation, and I'll, like, throw a desperate look <laughs> towards our crew. Well, the, okay. the, the <clears throat> what was that, Jessica? Um, I would have whispered to Cecily. <laughs> so, do they want the princesses, or no? Do we, do we want the princess? No, think, does, I, does Moreland want the princesses, or no? I, I think she wants the princess. And I, like, tap my nose, and I, like, instead of putting up two fingers, I just put up one. I believe she wants the uh, prisoner that we have on board. Yes, I would just like the prisoner. I, <laughs> you know, we are very close in range. I just, <laughs> just Valencia, then. Yes, our prisoner back. I guess I'm a bit confused as to why you actually care to have her as a prisoner. You hear Ivy, the Zulu general under Morland's employ, kick up. She doesn't have an accent quite like Cameron's, and you can be assured that, like, if Cameron was in the room, there'd be some fun, like, socioeconomic dynamics going on there that I thought too hard about within the Zulu Nation and is, like, better reserved for a longer play than these ten episode seasons. (laughs) Just come out with a one-person show about the dynamic yeah. Between or yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go to Zulu. Let's screw this storyline. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Abandon Let's everything. just go. That's Let's go. clearly where we should be. Fuck. What was your question? <laughs> it was if we should rename the campaign "Black Pirate Lesbians." Yeah. Black- yeah. <laughs> Sean was wondering if, like, why they even want Valencia. Why they care to have her as a prisoner. No one makes a fool of our captain and gets away with it. They created treason of the highest order. These stupid kingdoms are 
how we earn our money, and they fucked with that. It's honestly only through the captain's good graces that the prisoner is even alive. Uh, Yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually. As to why they're still alive if they fucked you over so deeply. I wonder, though, if maybe there's more in this world to make money on than just these stupid kingdoms. We don't need them. We don't... We could try to not need them, I guess, is all I'm saying. There is prophecies about a place beyond here, and maybe, with your help, we could go there. Uh, Morlin picks back up after retrieving the bullet out of Cecily and is beginning to tend and suture the wound. You honestly can't believe that dumb old witch's prophecy about being able to cross the Great Divide, can you? What else is there to believe in? Yeah. Gold. Women. More practical things. Those are two good things. Well, at least one of them is good. Gold. (laughs) Comes with its problems. (laughs) You like gold? Okay. Some of us like gold. I don't need gold. I also like gold. Artemis kicks up. (laughs) Isn't that sweet? As... So, Moreland will say before we switch over to something else, it wouldn't matter anyway, we only have one of the princesses. Uh, But then we slide over to Jessica. You (laughs) feel this presence getting closer and closer to you throughout this entire meeting, out of your periphery. You're doing your best to be a good general. You know, Sal has had this conversation with you many a times uh, about being a very good general when the time needs to be and being present and in the moment and standing still but you you feel this small presence getting closer and closer into your space what is it it's a, a presence you said yeah i'm gonna look hard at whatever it is i see it <laughs> you, yeah you turn and artemis is like right in your face how, how did you how did you even get here you know we're a really long way off from the reef yes so you're Dad sent me back all those years ago. I went back to the shore. I waited for you. I waited for you. Days passed by. You didn't come back. Um, I decided I would become a great sailor, sail all of the all-sea to find you. During a boating lesson, I was also led astray by sirens. They took me in. I've been following loose clues and just tinges of your whereabouts ever since. The Isle of Dynas was the last time anyone had ever seen you, so that's where I stayed for a little bit, hoping you'd come back. Okay, well, you found me now. Why'd you make a deal with this pirate group? I don't know how pirates work. It's just... It's been a long time since I've had to deal with human affairs. And she seemed to have an idea where you were, so... I decided to follow her around a little bit. It's nothing serious. Let's get out of here. Uh, she grabs your hands. <laughs> like, let's do it, yes! I can't... I can't leave my friends, though. We have to take them with us. Can they... Can they, you know... And she goes to, like, throw up a limp wrist, but then it turns into a tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> they have their ways of getting around. It's on these weird wooden machines. I don't know. It is weird, but it's kind of cool. Well, I mean, if they can't follow us in the water, then they're probably not going to go where we want to go. No, they will. They'll go where we want to go. If you help me get all of us out of here, I can convince them. We'll go wherever we need to go. Okay, perfect. 
and uh, she skips over to where the rest of you are having your meeting. Moreland had just said the thing about only having one princess. And <laughs> you watch as Artemis pulls out her knife and uh, kind of brings it to, like, rib level on Freya. <laughs> and it's just like, give us back the fucking princess or I kill her. I'm sorry, what? I Did I stutter? Give us back the princess or I kill this small Scandinavian woman. Small? I oh, wish you. you. I, and then I drop the comically large corn dog that I had made for myself because I always like to have a pre parlay corn dog. So, oh, obviously, canon. And, th- and then I go, oh, my corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's that's how I react. As you watch very calmly and cutting through the chaos, you hear Morland clear her throat. Artemis drops what she's doing she literally just like drops the knife and then walks back over to Jessica and just like stands at full attention arms at her side paying attention and you even hear like a small shuffle of both Ivy and Becky doing the same like just even fixing their posture up even more oh can I do a figure figure it out roll on that yeah figure out a person yeah <laughs> a Nickelodeon's <laughs> figure it out yeah <laughs> Hi, I'm your host, Summer. <laughs> that reference for all my elder millennials Hello. out there. Hello. How we doing? Boop, 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 boop. Is... <laughs> oh fuck, man! What do? What? Do... Tune in next episode. I'll make a fucking Nick Arcade joke. Oh shit! <laughs> Uh, do I add plus wit to figure out a person, or... Yes. Okay, then that is a nine. Okay, with a seven to nine, you may ask two questions, but they may ask one of you in return. The questions are, what are your feelings towards blank? What do you hope to get from blank? How could I get you to blank? What do you love the most? And how would you feel if I blanked? (laughs) How would you feel if I blanked is a fun one, but it's not. (laughs) Yeah. I love the blanks. I guess I want to know how, um, what it would take to convince them to do, to, to join with us. Mm-hmm. What's your other question? I'll ask what their feelings are towards, towards Cecily. We'll answer this one first. You watch as she is triaging Cecily's wound. And it is done with, like, all the care and patience and, like, tension of lovers just to, like, remind everyone, like, up until a few minutes ago, Morland thought Cecily was dead, and this is their reunion. And from what yelling you got of Cecily just reaming into Morland on that ship for being impatient and, like, being a huge bitch, you watch as, like, Morland is a captain to the same level of Sal is with all of the dignity and posture and calm and patience that Sal has entreated on to all of you. So you you wonder where this disconnect is. Mm. And how can they get you to do this plan? Uh, meet, meet the demand. She's put one demand on the table. She wants Valencia back. It's her prisoner. By pirate code, by right, it is hers. Okay. Listen, I... I feel like you and I all look Moreland straight dead in the eye. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have quite a bit 
of compassion or feelings or there's some shit going on here with you and these two. And clearly there's still some amount of, of care there. We think that it is possible to get across the RC. And maybe we don't need these princesses, but maybe we do. And if you want to not be beholden to the stupid monarchies that be, why not strike out on your own? Or strike out with us. You can have Valencia on your ships, and we can go and try to do this thing. We are confident that we can do it. What say you? If not for if not for what is good for a pirate, I don't understand why a pirate wouldn't want to be the one to discover and and be the first to trade with some something else out there to pillage or to find whatever goods are good. That was a dumb wording. I'm whatever. If not for all of that, you could do it for these two women you deeply care for. I lean over to Moreland before Moreland can say anything and like in low tone say, we believe that we can unlock the gate and it would be a privilege to have you alongside with us and fighting with us. Not only because it would better both of our chances, but I believe we have many conversations to continue and uh, sort things out with that do not belong in this parlay. Moralin, in return, is going to ask back one of the questions I get from that seven to nine. Uh, how can I get you to blank? I have seen miraculous things in the past hour, now she's looking up and down Cecily, that I never would have believed before. But even if the prophecy is true, what don't you understand that there are no longer three princesses with us? I don't believe that will be an issue. Just because you cannot see one does not mean that they do not still exist in the universe. And then I think to prove my point, I'll... I don't know if I want to commune with the Unseen right now, but <laughs> I think I might. I think I'll <laughs> roll to commune with the Unseen and see if I can summon, like, a spirit of... Oh, that's too mean. Um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'll summon the spirits of our fallen crew members, but I'll like summon like, um, <laughs> like let's say like a bird that we had, <laughs> and it died. <laughs> yeah, of course you guys had a bird. Oh, you know Charlie the parrot. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie was the best Charlie. parrot. Oh, Charlie was the best. Uh, okay. Roll a spirit yep. for me. H with an eight. It it takes a little bit. Mostly because Morlin is more engraced in you, Cecily. Uh, but as you're struggling through the pain of these final stitches coming through, you are able to summon the specter of Charlie the Parrot. Incredible. Before you all. Ivy, no reaction, sees magic shit all the time in Zulu. Becky is a little floored. Uh, we see the first ink stain on her ledger <laughs> as her quill drops a little bit. Sean takes note. <laughs> Sean's like, yeah, I fucking got you. <laughs> as for the first time since being reprimanded artemis leans into jessica and goes like "Ooh, that's kind of fun didn't know your humans could do that yeah it's kind of cool and then uh she also does a, a quarter turn away uh towards freya and sorry about uh threatening to murder you in cold blood i mean that's happened to me before but not many people have caused me to drop a pre-parley corndog so you owe me one of those yeah, I thought Freya was gonna try and kill me. No one's <laughs> ever done that before and lived. 
<laughs> well, I'm impressive. And she does, like, one of those little kid dances that, like, 12-year-olds do to just, like, show off. Just moving around. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You don't need three princesses. You only need one. And we have two. It's just, like, probably really likely that it's at least one of us is going to be the one that can open the barrier. You don't need all three of them. Uh, Morlin doesn't listen to this. She's too in awe of Charlie the Parrot. Morlin is so weak. Uh, it's like... <laughs> it's, it's arrested on South. You keep on... Your mention of the sea pr princess is like a fable in this universe. It's like coming up to royalty and being like, Oh, I'm I'm the princess in the pea. That's that's me. I'm that princess. Like, I am, I am, I am Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> it is high, so like <laughs> for a rational person that Morland has turned out to be, she's just like won't even house that idea for a second that you are a sea princess. As Morland stands up after finishing her sutures on Cecily and walks over to Sal, where Charlie the Parrot has perched himself upon, and for the first time in this exchange, kind of regards Sal. And Charlie, as Sal is looking her head on, and you notice for the first time during this entire parlay, uh, Morland's having trouble keeping eye contact with the person. As she goes to reach out to Charlie the parrot, and that uh, swift, quick movement, Cecily, you put him back in the material plane. And it just ends up that, like, Morlin ends up, like, grasping onto Sal's shoulder. And there's just, like, a long moment in between them. As all you can hear is the creaking of the ship. And uh, the hand slips off. Morlin turns around to all of you. I just... I don't understand. All you have is Valencia. We would... We would need the Eucadian princess. Won't be an issue. And then we would need the princess from Franca. Also not an issue. Also not an issue. Yeah. How the fuck is this not an issue? They... Do do we... Really? You seem like a much smarter person than, than that. If it's not an issue, it's because we have them. Sorry. It's just... I think Morland's in shock. Let's give them a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but fine. They've also been in charge of an armada for the past few months that you guys have been on this adventure, so, like, word has not spread around that you guys have uh, kidnapped no, the Princess I just, of Eucadia. I just merely <laughs> meant that someone as smart as Moreland could probably put two and two together, that's all. <laughs> she just saw a ghost of her dead bird. Okay, she needs fine. a moment to think. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, you know, a little defensive <laughs> of my friend, who you recently We do this shot. entire, this entire flashback that's like a Disney pre-movie <laughs> short, where it's a, it's a 14 minute silent film about this parrot landing on this ship, and Moreland taking care of it because it had a broken oh. wing, and it was like the first time Moreland had truly taken care of something, <laughs> and it like helps her like unlock those feelings for both Cecily and Sal together, because she was a very selfish lover and a very selfish person mm. in the throuple, mm. and it was this brilliant moment where they all came together, and it's better than the actual movie you watch, because you're watching Cars 7, oh. and... <laughs> taters taters revenge i want to turn to artemis and say morland is kind of not smart 
Man, what the fuck gay. are you talking about? Sal hasn't said a single word since we started this parlay. She's letting her generals talk for her. Okay, I wanna. Can I look really, really hard at Artemis and see if there's anything important going on with him? <laughs> yeah, do you wanna figure a person out? Actually, or? I'm gonna put out my tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she puts out her tentacle, touches yours. And now I can use my move. Goddamn! <laughs> their fucking trap. So if I give her a string on me, I get to act, I get a free question from figure out a person. Yes. Yeah, she'll take the string. What a good use of a move! Oh my god! Great use of a move. <laughs> I love that. We love trapping our DMs. <laughs> love a good DM trap. I love it. <laughs> How do I? F- how do I finagle these questions? All of these are like basically like <laughs> yeah. love, and I'm trying to figure out like, are you yeah. being mind controlled? Uh, okay. Um, uh, what are your feelings towards Moreland? I think I would be a good enough indication. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't kidding that she said this wasn't like anything to her. Like this was a deal. She wanted to find you when you started off with the like, hey, we should escape together. This is what she wants. It means nothing to her to break through that door and jump into the ocean with you. Then why did she listen to Mor- Morlin's orders? Like, their, their deer's already over. She's still scared of Morlin, oh, to a degree. Yeah. Morlin does have a gun, so... Morlin did just shoot someone. She fixed it. <laughs> I don't think that makes up for I'm just staying in. Oh wait, house. yeah, no, that was I forgot to mention that was her doing emotional support. So your condition's gone, Cecily. Oh, that's nice. The the one that I got. You're no longer angry. Okay, Fucking hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving past that. <laughs> and since uh, Moreland's smitten with you, you can clear. Can you can also mark exp or take one forward or gain insight mm-hmm. from a current situation. Ooh, gaining insight. That sounds fun. That'd be dope narratively in this moment. Yes, a, I will do that. <laughs> when, they, when they're yeah. smitten with you, you get a free string yeah. on them too. So I'll take a second string. Yeah. Well, so if you're smitten with Moreland still. Yeah. Duh. Okay, then yeah, then you get a string. Oh, you're on right. Them. You're right. No, yeah, yeah. If if you're smitten with them, you get a string. You're right. Tight. Yeah. Current obstacle you're dealing with as these talks kind of continue underway and you guys get quiet in the moments you hear the like vast shouting of the skeleton crews outside battening down the hatches you hear the creaking of the ship grow louder and louder even in like the captain's quarter which is supposed to be like one of the most stable points of the ship along next to the wheel you guys in your very well-trained sea legs are having some trouble standing around as you hear items shift around in Sal's quarters as these waters are getting bad. You can hear the wind whipping through these planks of wood, creating these high-pitched whistles as, like, you guys can tell, like, this is a bad fucking storm outside. And remembering that you are also tied off with another boat currently. Yeah, so if one of them goes down, we both go down. I like storms. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to just go up there and take take a look up there and see what's going on, because I I really don't like the sound of that. What's what do we got going on in here? Can yeah. we can we leave now? I <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work, we're all gonna work together, right? If we're you, gonna work together. Yay! No, if okay. you shut over the door, we're gonna die. <laughs> okay. I think it's I don't just, know how parlay a... works, but but Kate's okay, like we're well, gonna die. Is... Yes, I mean, well, the the outcome that both Sean. As you're, like, heading towards the door, both Sean and Becky with the good hair just quote 
straight out of the pirate code itself that like if you should walk out of the room before this parlay is settled you guys are excommunicado from like the pirate council and the fucking pirate queen herself will hunt you the fuck down pirate queen the first time i've been hearing about the pirate Mm. queen (laughs) you've only been a pirate for like a year (laughs) if there's a pirate queen that should be a pirate princess maybe that's the princess we need that's the princess we need okay but like it does not sound good up there so we should Need to figure I, this out. I feel like we need like a Sailor Moon sequence where like where like all yeah. of us slowly realize each of us is a princess and we all like have a magical <laughs> girl transformation. Like yeah. yeah, we just keep trying keys at the gate, one of us will unlock it. That's how it goes. <laughs> I think Freya's right. I think we need to wrap this up <laughs> and deal with the storm. As Ivy kicks back up the second we're brought our prisoner. Oh uh, well, we can leave here. We okay. I mean, none of us can leave though, and the prisoner's not in the room. So I guess I mean I could shout up. Should I just shout out? Sal heads over to an item by her door. She has a horn that leads into the lower bricks, so she can communicate with kitchens if she needs to, just from her quarters herself. She speaks into it. Send up for the prisoner to my quarters, please. As after some tense time of rocking on the boat. We should also have Cameron bring her. I think Cameron will want this to be a part of this conversation. Yeah. As the door whips open, you feel like the gale force winds pouring into Sal's captain's quarters. Like, loose parchment goes flying in the air as soon as it opens. You feel the chill immediately. You... You see people walk in first, that would eclipse your view first, so you see Valencia being brought in by both Cameron and Eve, as (laughs) wherever Cameron goes, Eve must also go. So they're both walking Valencia in, and then I'll have all of you roll plus wit for me real quick. Ten. Roll 2d6. Seven. That's gonna be a five. (laughs) What, you said plus width? Yeah, plus width. That's gonna be a four. Freya, you only watch as, like, somehow the comedically large uh, pre-parlay corndog has caught air and is now swirling around like a dust devil. Oh my god. It's like American Beauty. flies out. Flies out of the captain's quarters. Oh my god, it's like a slow motion, like, (laughs) (laughs) Ave Maria begins playing again. And you start fucking doing the Riddler. Shit! I was gonna salvage that corn dog. I gotta <laughs> the the rest of you get a glimpse before these three enter the enter and close the door. What you like last see is like a sailor who's holding on to some like tied up rope, and they are like flying in the wind as if they were a mast. And then the door whips closed because of the wind again. Wait, so does this count as a second parlay now? Or, <laughs> or are we good? I think we got an extension. <laughs> we still need to negotiate the terms. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, Moreland, you, we have brought your prisoner up. Though it does not mean that you can take her yet. We need to discuss if you're going to take her back to your ship and then follow us, or if you even want to work with us at all. If you have any intention of being a good pirate and, you know, unlocking the mysteries of the sea, I think 
you might have a stake in this fight and will want to work with us. Of course, we are happy to comply with giving you the prince, uh, Princess Valencia back. Uh, we would just want some assurances that you will not use your daggers also famously and stab us in the back. Since you used Princess in their presence, you feel a glob of spit hit your face, Cecily? Of course. Mm. They've been, they've been saving up. Yeah, yeah so you <laughs> do not like me. <laughs> Sean spits at her. <laughs> it's a spit off. She she catches it, spits it right back <gasps> at you. She caught it in her mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> caught it in her mouth. Sick. Sean, spits Sean it sees that. She's gonna try to catch it in her mouth, but no. it's, it's gonna no. miss. Roll plus grace. No, you're just swap and spit. I think Cameron has a rival. That's a six. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, right in like the center, the bridge of your nose gets in your eye a little bit. Like the Titanic spit, like that. You know the one from Titanic. That was so good. This is a pirate RPG. Yeah, I love it. Moreland finally kicks back up. uh, Both Ivy. And Becky, like, fall in line behind her, creating this little V. And Jessica, you're sitting there as you watch as Artemis is, like, towing whether to go behind her or stay with you. And eventually she kicks back behind Moreland and her crew. I mean, I see that you have Valencia here and the Franca princess. As Eve, like, waves and goes, oh, hello. <laughs> And she brings Freya a comedically large pre-second parlay corn dog that she's prepared herself. Oh, yes. I figured you would be done with the first one already, so I went ahead and prepared your next one. Oh, you have no idea what that first corn dog went through. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to cry. Thank you. And I'm just gonna take it. She. You go to take it from her, and she like whips it back real fast. (laughs) And she goes, uh, 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 and she lifts it up for you to like feed it to you a little bit. <laughs> just in the middle of this parlay. <laughs> yeah, Sean is just like, yeah, like blushes, kind of watching this, and just like busies herself in her notes, like spit still dripping down Sean's face. <laughs> yeah, you're certain you could bring back, and she throws up air quotes, the Eucadian princess. I'm certain. I think we just need to take the chance and. You know, live to see another day, so we can test the theory. Yes, and your idea that all three princesses are necessary for crossing the Great Divide. I believe so. It's better than what everyone else has been doing, so... Alright, well, I believe all's fair when splitting loot. And she goes up next to Cameron and, like, grabs the other side of her manacle to, like, take Valencia away. And then, before, like, doing anything, looks back at all of you. This one will go on our vessel. You'll have the princess from Franca. We'll meet at the Great Divide. So you want to figure out a way to escape this? Or are you going to let us fend for ourselves? I mean, our ships are tied together. Yeah. So do you want this to drag on? No, or? I was just thinking, did you have any ideas of did you want to fight the Eucadians? Or do we want to just try to outrun them? I mean, as well as we're currently faring in the storm. I do not know Eucadians to be any better at building ships. Very fair. Unless they're for the express purpose of looking pretty. They they do they do that quite a lot. Very good at making pretty things. Sturdy things? Not really. On the Alsea, you'll find that the pretty things often sink. 
and what's ugly rises to the surface. Did she just call us all ugly? She called one of us ugly. Um, was it me? <laughs> so she's just kind of cracking up on the ottoman. It's <laughs> just like, oh my god. <laughs> what a shit show this parlay has been. <laughs> Do you happen to have any tricks up your sleeve, Morland, of how you plan on escaping this, or do you want to leave it to the rest of us to come up with uh, a solution? I figured our best bet would be untying our ships in this current moment, and then we'll play it from there. I mean, as bad as it's gotten, it's gotta calm down at some point. And you guys do listen in, and like, the chaos you've heard outside has come to a simmer. The, The creaking of the ship and the waves have kind of died down since Valencia and the rest of them have entered. I want to go to Artemis and say, uh, we're going back to our ship now. Are you coming with me? Or are you staying here with Morland? I, I, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, we, we can have the, the door's gonna be open. Why do, do we have to, we could just, we could just go. You and I, we could, we could just go after this. I told you, I can't leave my friends. Are you coming with me or no? Am I not your friend? I thought you were, but you keep leaving to go and do whatever Morland says. I keep leaving? You're the one who left that day, and I've been the one who spent the past hundreds of years chasing after you. Oh, damn. I'll see you in another hundred. And I leave. <gasps> oh, shit! Who's ugly now? We're separating the ships, <laughs> and then she wanted to just um, keep going on and then meet all the way at the barrier, right? Yes, that is the, the current plan. I'll report to Sal. Yeah, you head to Sal. You, all you guys can kind of hear as Cameron finishes the exchange, hands off Valencia to Moreland and her crew. All you hear is like soft sobs as they leave to head back to their ship to help untie. The door like quickly closes. And then you just hear, like, a loud exhale come out of Sal. Just, <sighs> She's fucking hot, right? That, like, that was very... That was very sex. She was not like that before. No. And it I is... I think it's the lesser pants. Like, the all-leather really sells... All-leather? What did... Oh, know. God. I'm sorry. I've been in a space for that entire parlay. Um, so I wanted to thank you all for really taking... Ahead of- Jesus Christ. She certainly has something. I- I don't know if I see it, but- (laughs) (laughs) Cameron- Cameron leans over to you as you try to laugh that one off. What is this wetness that is on your face? Were you perspiring that entire palais, or- Uh, No, I, um- it's it's kind of my own spit mixed with Princess Valencia's spit. It she I spit at her because she spit at Cecily, and then she caught it in her mouth, which I thought was actually really impressive. And so I wanted to try to do it, and I didn't. That was kind of gross, but we can't leave her, right? We're gonna go back for Valencia, right? I I think we are. I think we will make sure that once we meet up with Morland, we have the opportunity to. <sighs> renegotiate the terms of Valencia's capture and see that justice is to be had on all sides. It's kind of bad. I turned into a monster and scared them the last time I saw them. <laughs> that was very cool. Alright, ladies. Let's get out there. 
batten down those hatches. Oh, before we leave the room really quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Do we want to fight them, or do we want to um, uh, try to get let them be trapped in the storm? The I Eucadians? put this to all of you. Yes, to the Eucadians. Not uh, Moreland can do what she wants now. I think we try running, right? And then, and then we see where that goes. If we can't run, then we'll try the next thing. Yeah, we should probably just try and lose them. We try and fight them. At least, like, half of you guys are gonna die. You're right. You will outlast us all, Jessica. <laughs> okay. Jessica, did she say you're hundreds of years old? Yeah. Like, I think, like, at least 400 now. It gets, it gets <laughs> weird. Whoa. I realized lately, um, I forget stuff a lot. Like, sometimes I'll turn into my other me, and then I'll realize that that's really who I am, and then... I'll turn into this me, and then I'll realize that this is who I am, and then I won't remember the other me at all. Uh, it's, it's weird, but mm. yeah, I forget stuff a lot. But I think, I think I'm starting to remember now. That's, that's great, Jessica. While that's happening on the other side of the room, Freya and Eve are doing the Lady and the Tramp bit with the corn dog. <laughs> But like the the bit is that like Eve is like pretending to gnaw on the stick part of the corn dog as Frey eats the rest of it. <laughs> and be like, oh, nah, 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 I'm eating the stick. It's cute. It's really cute. And this is a princess. <laughs> yeah. She's a people pleaser for sure. She's a dork. <laughs> she she's amazing. Yeah. We all stand <laughs> Eve. She's a little, little French dork. <laughs> Parlay was sick. As you... <laughs> sick parlay, everyone. Sick parlay. G- GP, G parlay. <laughs> we shake hands G-P. after, like, soccer Great. <laughs> well played. Well parlayed. Well parlayed. Well parlayed. Well, well parlayed. <laughs> I said GP, but it was actually BP. Bad parlay. <laughs> <laughs> As you head onto the deck of Hera's Vindication, you guys see a scene you were not expecting, as it is serene on these waters, the wind fresh and cool. You guys do eventually notice that you are in the eye of the storm, and the peace is past. You do look off to your east and see that slightly Hera's valor has been detached from you and is beginning to sail off. There are a couple of skeleton crew pirates from Hera's valor that have stayed over, and you can see that they're on, like, stern side looking over the edge, and you go to follow out with them and see that Hera's ivy did not make it through the storm. It's kind of overturned and you're watching them salvage themselves from lifeboats their way towards Hera's Valor. As you guys kind of look around, you are in like this kind of heavenly light presented by the eye, surrounding you almost in like this perfect circle is this wall of dense, dark cloud coverage that moves its way down to the sea itself. It's like this curtain of cloud surrounds all of you. And you make out what is violent thunder in the distance from this cloud coverage. And then on the other side of the horizon from you, it seems as if that cloud coverage parts for a quick instant as an interminable volley of cannon fire strikes Hera's valor. Oh no! Sinking it in one. 
What? As through the cloud wall, the crown ship of the Eucadian Armada, the Titan rails its way through towards you all, and you guys see that the ship is more cannon than it is ship. As they prepare for another one, you see on the masthead shouting over the entire sea. Fear the might of Captain Kirk and Guard. That's where we'll end the session for today. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Mamma mia, that's a spicy cliffhanger. Thank you for listening, variables. Enjoy your own parlays. Do not forget your pre parlay corn dog. And go to sleep. Arg. 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 Uh-oh. We gotta do that. You motherfuckers. We gotta do that again. You motherfuckers. <laughs> I did. Well, it was perfect. I did. It's perfect. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did it on time. I did it on time with everybody else. Okay, okay. I didn't see anything. No, I did it. I swear. Okay. Okay. I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> How dare you, Dennis? <laughs> I collapsed. The video was lagging, so it looked like you looked at each other like neither of you did it. And then I saw a cl- cake clap. Yeah, that, so that did happen. It looked like a comedy of errors and then a late one. <laughs> I still I still clapped on time, but I pointed at Marcus to clap. And then I, they and I was about look. to, but then I just sat there. No, you weren't. You were not about to. You just looked at me. So I did it. On time. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> what is that? I... <laughs> You're getting your sweat? Yeah, I'm just like rubbing it in. Just like, I guess it'll clean off maybe some dirt or something. You pat it in, It's a, it'll make a lovely highlight. We'll make you glow. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.